and welcome to Tabletop Game Talk, On Topic, a show where we talk about tabletop gaming topics of all kinds. I'm one of your hosts, Fletcher. I'm Kitty. And I'm Chris. This week, we're talking about virtual playgroups. We're going on two years of this pandemic, so it may seem a little late to talk about take... Hmm. I should have read this ahead of time. (laughs) So it may seem late to talk about taking games virtual, but there are more reasons than viruses that may make you want to set up regular games on digital platforms. Uh, But first, as always. Close enough. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Adam and Miles and Sahara and the Gift of Games in Grace Lake, Illinois. You guys are awesome, as well as all of our other patrons. Um. Okay, I'm just going to jump right into this is the first time this year that we've all been on a podcast together. So, um, yes. <laughs> first. So so it's been a while. Um if you want to join us and, you know, we had almost a half hour of pre-show chat. Uh, you can do that at tabletopgametalk.com slash live, 8.30 central time on Monday. But otherwise, uh, welcome back. Fletcher, we're starting with you. How was the honeymoon? Um, it was good. It was a honeymoon slash... Uh, we were going to Costa Rica for a friend's wedding, uh, and we just extended our trip. But it was, uh, it was really good. It was really enjoyable. The weather is fantastic. Costa Rica is beautiful. It was like 75 to 85 the entire time we were there. Um, highly recommend going. I got a slight tan, and I'm sad to be back in the snow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you it came is very cold and snowy here today. <laughs> yeah, you came back to not the greatest of weather events. No, that's true. But I did get to skip ten days of you know January winter. Yeah, but how big were the cockroaches? I didn't see any cockroaches, but they did have big lizards, and they also have sloths. Yeah. So that's a plus. Yeah. I love the lizards. The lizards are, like, amazing. I thought they were cool. Yeah. Carmen freaked out when she saw a big lizard. <laughs> but I thought they were cool. Uh, Depends on how slots. fast they move. And if they're wearing spiked collars or not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. um, but we had a bunch of fun. It was, it was awesome. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think the only slightly scary thing was, um, and we knew this before going, but you have to take a COVID test before you're allowed back into the country. So you need a negative COVID test to um, essentially like get on the plane. And that is, you know, kind of a big deal because if you test positive, then that means you have to quarantine at your hotel for an additional 10 days, which is kind of expensive. Mm -hmm. This is why you need to buy travel insurance. (laughs) It uh, happened to my neighbor. My neighbor stayed in Mexico for three weeks without her family because that's how long it took to get a negative COVID test to get out of Mexico. Yes. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Luckily, we both tested negative. Um, Carmen was sweating bullets because, you know, she obviously can't do her job as a nurse um, remotely from Costa Rica. Um, I brought my laptop just in case because I can. And I was like, you know, if I have to spend another 10 days here, it wouldn't be the worst thing ever. Um, but, you think uh, that until Carmen tests negative and you test positive and you end up there by yourself because that's what happened to my neighbor. She's like, and they don't let you. It's not like, oh, I get to like go play around no, Costa Rica for another 10 days. You stay in your hotel room. She's like, I was in that hotel room, room for two yeah. whole weeks. Just yes. like. We talked about I set about up that. a meditation corner. I set up, she's like, I was dividing my hotel room into spaces to pretend that I had more than just <laughs> a moved. single hotel room. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, we talked about that beforehand. Like, 
obviously if we both test positive, we would both stay. But if I test mm-hmm. if I test negative and she tests positive, like what that's do we want worst, to happen? Yeah, that's the worst case. Yeah. So she was like, if I test positive and you're negative, I want you to stay with me. And I was like, okay. Um, but if it's the other way around, I was like, you go home. Yeah. Um, you know, I'll just I'll just stay here. And <laughs> the other thing job. is like, you know, yeah. Um we have someone watching the dog and we let her know like if for whatever reason that we test positive, uh, she's like a family friend um, and she lives in Michigan. I was like, we were just like, take the dog with you and you know, we'll just continue to pay you to take care of the dog. Yeah. Well, January. So we, we had plans to do a January sucks month of topics and all <laughs> yeah, of those topics have been, yeah, they've all been put on the back burner because January is like, yeah, here, hold my beer. I'll show you what sucks means. <laughs> <laughs> because, yeah, this week, um, my whole family came down with COVID as well, which was actually fantastic um, because Becca and Zachary, they had it and recovered within 24 hours and they were completely fine. And Sydney and I just had it super mild. We're both vaccinated and boosted. So it was, it's consistent. So it's been like five or six days now but it's also mild but talking about travel we're going on the, well i'm going on the cruise in three weeks and i was super concerned about getting tested for covid to and from as well but now i'm like great i've had it i've been vaccinated i'm safe <laughs> to get on the ship i'm safe to get off the ship it's unlikely that i'm going to test positive well there so i'm like because it was cutting it close like this could have happened two weeks from now and that would have been the entire trip down at that point. So I'm like, all right, all right. If I'm going to get it, the timing was all right for this. Um, but yeah, man, I'm, I am done with this Omicron, Omicron wave. Let's just be done, done, done. So, um, but yeah, so we're still going on the, well, I'm still going on the Dice Tower cruise with Josh, our original host. Uh, we'll still planning on being there. Everything's a go. Everything's all set. Um, I just scheduled an, on import COVID test, which you can do, bring your own results, but the ch- I just don't want to leave the risk of not being able to find a test within 48 hours of leaving. So I'm spending $99 so they can give me a rapid test at the port, which feels like a racket, but at the same time, I'm like, eh, it's just peace of mind. That's, that's what we're going for right now. Um, but yeah, so that's that's my news. Kitty, you put something in the banter bullets. Uh, I did. What what are, <laughs> what is this? Fletcher, do you know what this is? Did you put down Wordle? Wordle. I know what you this is. You guys do not. Sp- okay, I was going to say, do you guys spend any time on the internet as yes. web developers? I don't know. <laughs> it's blowing up. The New York Times did a piece about it. It's crazy. So a friend of mine sent me... Um, a link that she had succeeded in playing Wordle and I started and it's um yeah, it's all anyone has been talking about in my circle of friends and I can't decide if it's fun or not, but I can't stop playing it. So summarize it for yeah, those who uh, don't gotta go check the check the chat. So um it's basically like Scrabble and Mastermind combined. Yeah. So you get five letters and you can choose any five letter word that you want to start and it tells you um you don't choose if the, the letter is letter. correct yeah you don't choose the five letter word it chooses for you you have to guess the five letter word 
Yeah, so you you start though with like so it gives you a slot. You've got I think six guesses to get to the right word. Yeah. So you type something at the top and it will tell you if the letter is correct or if it's correct and in the correct position or nothing. So you get, you know, orange letters or gray letters and green letters and you try to take your guesses and learn from what you've um the feedback and try to find the word at the bottom. And yeah, it's fun and it keeps track of your stats for you and um, you get to lord it over everyone if you guess it fastest. But I think there, there's two important points and one is that um, <laughs> there's you have to guess a five-letter word and you have to guess it by using five-letter words. You can't just type mm-hmm. in A-A-A-A-A-A to like try to yeah, get Yeah, it has to be a, a list word or word in their list. It has to be an actual word. Um, and then the other important thing is that you can only play once a day. Yeah, it only comes out every 24 hours. What? Yeah. 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 And it keeps track of your score. So you, you play once and then you're done. So is it the same word and for you have everybody? To wait. I don't know. Terrence says yeah. yes, it is. Courtney says yes, it is. So so you basically are just going on and playing a once a day game with the world. And it's trying- like a New York Times crossword puzzle. It's the same for everybody. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, it sounds miserable. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I played it a couple times. I thought it was fun. I just. I haven't kept up with it. I just, I can't do word games. I just can't. This My one's brain... not that bad. It's because... not that bad because it's a deduction game, really. Yeah. yeah. It's a deduction. It's more like Mastermind. I will say. It's much more like Mastermind than it is like a word game. I will say that I like. If you just think of like... them as colors. Yeah. I will say I like <laughs> the idea of it for sure. But I think what would end up happening is, I like, I cannot think of a five letter word right now. Yes, you can. Uh, no, I can't. I, I'm trying. I'm even looking. If you other, have a other. keyboard in front go. of you, it's a lot easier. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, it's just there's. I'm sure there's strategies too. Like there's like got to be like a most efficient first word to start with, where like you know the wheel of Something fortune, lot of or whatever. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like yeah, the eliminate or confirm the uh, beans. Um, I'm gonna start yeah. ev- everyone with like- beans. <laughs> Or yeah, beans or files or something. Yeah. All right. Maybe I'll try it out between now and next week, and and uh, uh, maybe maybe. Um, I can't wait to get the how many guesses it took you versus how many guesses it took me. <laughs> so, but you get a certain like you can guess out, right? You can just like, oh, nope, you didn't guess it. You're done. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You only get six chances. That just sounds really hard. You just have to think about like. I know. failed the first time, but I me, have guessed. I've only done it for like four days. So after the first try, I was like, oh, now I understand. <laughs> hmm. All right. All right. I'll try it out. And it's an iOS and Android <laughs> app, right? No, it's not. It's it's web only. It's web? Mm-hmm. What? Yes. Web. And, and you should read the story. So there's a whole thing where there's a bunch of right, copycats. Fletcher link it in the show notes. <laughs> yeah. A bunch of copycats. So, uh, tried to pounce on the name and make an like an iOS app. And there's also some other iOS apps with that name already that didn't copy. Mm-hmm. The, they didn't copy the game. They just benefited because they already had that name. <laughs> That's there's awesome. a Verge article. There's a New York Times article. I don't know where you've been. I mean, I was in Costa Rica and I knew all of this. So I will say I have heard it. <laughs> I've heard about this game in one other place. And that's when I was listening to the NPR Politics podcast last Friday. It was somebody's Can't Let It Go because every week at the end they 
talk about something that's just something they can't let go. And someone mentioned this. Um, but I thought the same thing at the time, too. I'm like, wow, that sounds like torture. Uh, just <laughs> torture. But I guess it makes a little bit of sense. Like, you know, it's a word. You know, it's a word with letters in these spots or this letter has to be in a spot, but it's not in the right spot. So I guess I can see how it's more crosswordy. But if you want to really torture me, throw a crossword in front of me. Like a crossword puzzle? It's way easier than a crossword oh, oh, puzzle. I, I hate yeah. crossword puzzles. I, I'm right. so bad at crosswords. All right, spoilers for Wordle coming up. If you don't want to know the word, avert your eyes on the podcast. But this is what it looks like, Chris. It's just like that. It's so easy. Oh, so it's like a yeah. five. It's a five by five grid. It's five by yeah. six grid. Five by six. Yep. Yeah. They're, the bottom slot is empty because I got the word before them. Okay. So five by six grid. <laughs> And so you get to see, all right, all right, I will I will take a look at it. Um, a lot of people are saying that they like it and they don't like, uh, well, John says he hates Scrabble, so he hates it. Like, I hate Scrabble, too. And I hate uh, words with friends. And I hate anything with letters, like reading. I hate... Um, <laughs> well, I-, <laughs> I, but I like puzzles and I like solitaire. My friend actually... Um, pointed out that like you know people who enjoy solitaire or solo games probably enjoy this because it's just it's you know you versus the puzzle it's you know and you can compare to other people but it's mostly you and the puzzle so you don't have to worry about like oh my friend knows how to place all the q's and z's on the triple letter scores so they're gonna beat me every time it's just you and the puzzle yeah well john uh, reminded me of my multiplayer solo (laughs) like or multiplayer solitaire games. This is what I love. I'm gonna so. <laughs> I'm gonna try this out for a couple of reasons. And John mentions my concern is that you know if I can't spell, am I gonna have problems with this? It's five letter words. Most five letter words I can spell, and it doesn't let you choose a word that's not valid, right? So it's, yeah. it's like built in spell check. And on the other mm-hmm. side of that, maybe I get better with words. Maybe it's a, just like a, an easy way to like <laughs> trick me into learning my letters. <sighs> Learn your letters. <laughs> Learn my letters. <laughs> All right. Speaking of virtual games, that's what we're talking about today. Um, so this actually came about from a conversation Kitty and I had on the last podcast. Um, and I assume that you guys don't listen to the podcast. So, Fletcher, uh, did you listen to last week's podcast? No. All right. There we go. <laughs> um, which is fine. This is why you're not invited. Um, although you could be invited. But this is why you're not invited yet. Uh, so, anyway... Kitty and Spencer are moving their family <laughs> to the Great Deep North, also known as Wisconsin. <laughs> the Great <Barely>. White North. <laughs> yeah. And uh, for as far as that relates to Fletcher, you're moving further away, significantly farther away from Fletcher. Um, but as it yeah. relates to Sydney and I... He would have to take an Amtrak train to get to my house. <laughs> yes. <laughs> There's there's a higher level of effort. Um, but as far as like in relation to Sydney and I, you're moving about 15 to 20 minutes further away, which isn't mm-hmm. that bad, but it's still going to be like an hour, 20, hour and a half drive. It's, it's, a, it's a destination. It's not a, you know, swing by and drop off a cake or anything. We're making ourselves a destination. Yes. Yes. Um, <laughs> and that's the context that I am thinking about virtual gaming groups in because – like I said, the pandemic's been going on for quite some time. Most people have figured this out. But if P- 
people are like me, at the beginning of the pandemic, there was a novelty to playing games online with friends and everyone was locked down and everyone's in the same situation. And you were trying out these all online services and getting to know Tabletop Simulator and all of these different things. Well, I haven't played anything on Board Game Arena in probably the last year. Like as soon as we were able to open up a little bit and start going and playing in person, Yes, it lasted for like three weeks. But as soon as we started doing that, <laughs> I, I sort of put all this virtual stuff on the back burner and sort of like Jack in the Box or D&D, we haven't really done any virtual <laughs> gaming sessions. And even D&D. He means Jackbox games. Jackbox. Oh. Like, oh, yeah. Jackbox games. You said Jack in the Box. I'm, I'm, oh, I'm also what? hungry. Um <laughs> But we haven't really played a lot of, like, board games online. In fact, I would say mm -hmm. the three of us have not played any board games online in months and months and months. Um, so you mentioned playing The Crew last week. And I mentioned that we could play that on Board Game Arena. And we were just kind of, you know, doing our usual, yeah, whatever, we'll say it. And then we don't have to follow through thing as we normally do but then sydney listened to us yes and we got a text <laughs> message tuesday evening that just said the crew the crew the crew and um there are a lot of exclamation points and spencer's like i don't understand what's happening and you can tell which of our spouses is supportive yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah we we actually set a date and we we're gonna play Yes, yeah, so tomorrow we're playing the crew on Board Game Arena. Mm -hmm. um, Fletcher, it does play to five, so if you'd like to join us, you can you can join us. Um, you're, we'll send you uh, the link. Yeah, no you'll pressure. Be, you'll be a fifth wheel. Um, and you know, but, but <laughs> don't worry, you know, I have plans tomorrow anyway. <laughs> well, well, that's good. <laughs> but it got me thinking. Like we've said many, many times that one of the reasons we love doing this podcast is because it's the not the excuse. It's not an excuse, but it's the um kind of like catalyst. It's the it's the reason. It's the like there's a driving force behind us getting to hang out on Mondays because we're doing this mm -hmm. because it, it's a planned thing we're going to do every Monday. And when I was thinking originally two years ago when we started, you know, virtual gaming, I was setting up cameras to play Cthulhu Death May Die over like four different angles on webcams and, you know, coming up with really complicated ways to play complicated games. And it got me thinking, why don't we just play simpler games online, set a day of the week that we can all just get together, hang out, grab a beverage and play for a couple hours? Like we always have fun doing it and we can do it after the kids are sleeping and it it's we don't have to travel. Kitty can wrap herself in a blanket and put a hoodie on, and it looks like a pair of glasses sticking you out of a. You act like I don't do that in person. That's <laughs> true. It's true. <laughs> I live my life as a ball of blankets as much as possible. But it just like why don't we do this? And this is this is the question I throw out there. Why don't we do this more often? And not only us, but why don't people do this more often? Why Why is it? And I'm, I'm certain that there are some people that do this already. But for those of you in the chat that don't have a virtual gaming group, why not? Why don't you have friends that you don't live near anymore? Or the pandemic's done a lot of, lot of things making people like just move away. Like a ton of people don't need to be close to their job because everything's been remote permanently now. And now you don't live anywhere near these people. Why not set up a virtual play session 
and do that. And then on the other side of it, how is that any different than just saying, let's do a virtual happy hour where we get together and we're just going to chat for an hour? So I'm going to stop talking. And then, um, yeah. <laughs> Have people done that? Have people done virtual happy hours where they sit around and talk and drink? Yeah. Well, again, yeah. on the uh, on the other side of the pandemic, on the first half of the pandemic, it was quite a common thing. Afterwards, I have never I, been a part of one of the, those things. Yeah, you don't make a lot of people happy, apparently. But. <laughs> yeah, apparently. <laughs> You've been invited to some. I invited you <laughs> to at least our New Year's Eve party, I thought. <laughs> And that's uh, basically what that was. Yep. Yeah, I think you have, but we had New Year's Eve plans already. Yeah, because you're cooler than us. I think that's why you haven't done these. Is because <laughs> maybe you I are, just don't inspire people cool. to drink around me. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, I've done not a ton of these, but Spencer has them set up for work all the time, where it's like work event. Oh, Friday afternoon, we're gonna do our normal work event when everyone he wanders downstairs to find a drink or shot, not, shot, depending shot, on shot, the week. Shot, shot. But yeah. <laughs> um but with the gaming group, you know, I I didn't have a regular gaming group pre pandemic. You know, this is like a thing we've been struggling with since we all moved and chris started it so it's really your fault chris um okay i'll take the blame for it i just (laughs) i just also made a note to schedule friday work online gaming sessions (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's what they do every uh friday lunchtime now with his new company as they all play um uh what have they been playing what's the one that everyone in code names yep I wanted to say catchphrase, but that's the fun one. <laughs> <laughs> it is the fun one. So, yeah, well, I, I think. Go ahead. I, I was just going to say, I think uh, Kitty, you moving has made one thing very clear is that um, Chris's place is now the central location. Oh, that is a good point. <laughs> Terrifying. I know. <laughs> I will take it. Uh, but yeah, so I think. And this is something I do. I also have a similar thing I do with work. We do Monday, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, where I have a half hour meeting where everybody gets together and we just talk about anything that's not work. So it can be, and it's, and it, this is more of just a, I call it water cooler meetings. And this is what I started during, like when everyone was sent home. Like, well, we do this every morning. We get together and we just talk about whatever. Let's keep doing that because otherwise we lose that. And that's a big part of, you know, building relationships with your coworkers. I like the idea of making a structured game out of one of those and just saying, okay, we're going to play something. Um, there's usually five or six of us on that. So I have to find something that works for that. But I definitely, I enjoy those. I enjoy doing that. And every time that we hang out for whatever reason, um, you know, D&D is canceled because someone can't make it, but hey, let's jump on Zoom anyway. It is fun to just kind of hang out. And I think that this is... Until you and Spencer start talking about work. And then me and Sydney too now. Well, <laughs> that goes to the answer, to answer the question, how is this better than just a normal hangout? If there's a game involved... That's like, okay, we're getting on, let's play this game, and then we're going to have conversations while playing the game, but at least we're all involved in an activity. Instead of Spencer and I talking about work and Kitty keep talking about wanting to play Jack in the Box, Jack Box, one of those Just games. Just playing Jack, Jack Box. Box. The Jack t-shirt in the game. Box. 
I don't know. The t-shirt game. The t-shirt and game is not my favorite of those games. I want to play the trivia games, and no one likes them but me. But I am willing to play any of those if games. There's I like one the trivia games. I hate worse than letters. It's trivia. So I know. Yeah. Trivia is not a game. Um, but Courtney says that sure she, it is. she meets up with... No, it's not. She meets up with her friends, uh, her two best friends, every <laughs> Sunday, and they play. John says that he's never played outside of his family with anyone. So, John, what I'm thinking is you all go to separate rooms, jump on your phone, and see how you like it. <laughs> and if it works, then you can like branch out to bring other people into your family. Also, I still want to run a game for you guys. Um, Terrence refuses to stare at his screen because he doesn't like people. Um he uses it as an excuse, like, oh, I look at it too much at work, and I don't like people. Um, I think I'm paraphrasing what he wrote here, but that's basically what it is. Um, Eric Eric's is longer than I can scan. Eric just doesn't like online, online game experience. Now, here's the thing. Eric, I agree with you, sort of, except yes. for some games. Some games are better online, and they're typically the ones that are a little bit more casual. Like, if you play... Um, uh, what's the press your push your luck one? Uh, is it actually called push your luck? It's not push your luck. The one where you're rolling two dice and you pick um, someone. Will, someone I know will what put you're it talking about. Can't stop. Yeah. Can't stop. Thank you, Terrence. Yeah. Um, that game is just as fun, if not more fun, online than it is in person. Like because it's pretty simple. You're rolling two dice and you're making a choice and you're making these choices. You're pressure luck. You've clicked buttons or not. You're all on zoom and talking anyway, and you're seeing what everyone else is doing. It's the type of game that really translates well to an online experience. When we play the crew, it's the same basic thing. It translates well to an online experience. And I don't have to worry about shuffling cards, but it's not overly complicated. The interface is nice and straightforward. Now, there's other games where I wouldn't want to do this with, um, but some of these games where you're just sitting around a table and playing something, I don't want to say mindless, um, but that doesn't require a lot of fiddliness, those games actually work out pretty well in an online uh, way, I think. See, for me, I, I, I think I don't mind playing games online. That, to me, is not the issue. The issue is the communication portion. I think communicating over Zoom or Discord or whatever, it is more taxing and harder to do in person. And that is what makes it, I don't know, less fun, I guess, than it otherwise could be in person. So you're saying the communication is more taxing and that's the problem. Yes, because typically one person can only talk at a time and everybody else has to listen because you can't have side conversations going because then it just becomes noise. Yeah, like in person, you and Spencer start to talk about work and me and Sydney have a side conversation in which we talk about ThreadUp or whatever other shopping we have accomplished that week. And that's fine. Um, but on Zoom, you and Spencer start to talk about work and me and Sydney both just like <laughs> die quietly inside. Sure. Um, I'll give you that. But I think that the communication, it depends on the size of the group. So if there's the three of us, for example... We can interrupt each other when we want to. Now, some of us are harder to I mean, interrupt. We've got a lot of practice. Yes. <laughs> and some of us are harder to interrupt than others. Like, I cannot shut Fletcher up to save my life, uh, which is why <laughs> I never let him start talking. So talkative. <laughs> but I think the smaller the group, the better this works. Um, when you get into, when you're at like six people, there are going to be people that are just not talking, probably. However, 
when you're playing a game, there there tends to be a way of structuring whose turn it is to talk because it's their turn to t- play the game. So, or at least they're included in the conversation. So, you know, if suddenly it's Kitty's turn and it's like, what card should we play? The conversation turns to what you're doing, even if you're not the one talking. It's that conversation is fluid and it starts moving around with the game, which I think is an interesting thing that these online games can do, kind of directing that conversation. So my thing is, um, I just feel like there's a lot of really good options for online multiplayer video games that are not board games that are what I tend to choose instead of playing board games. Um, not always, but mostly. But so, I, would, I would say a lot of the Jackbox games are just board games with a little bit more flashiness to them. Fair. They're board games that are like made to be played online with multiple people not necessarily in the same room they're basically party games online party games yeah that's exactly what they're definitely online party games (laughs) but um and some of them are more board game adjacent than others but you know um and some of these games have have obviously been inspired by board games if not you know directly like them you know close enough uh so so i find myself looking more for those types of games than i do for something i can find on like tabletop simulator or board game arena so let's take a look at the board game arena uh choices here and if you're in the live chat um i'm gonna actually share my screen if you're not in the live chat don't worry about it um i'm gonna oh you're about to break my setup yeah we're gonna say (laughs) we're gonna say things out loud anyway but i'm just gonna call out some of these games and i'm curious if you guys think these are games that would be more or less fun online or that would be like fun to play online. And the very first one that pops, and this is under the most popular games category of Board Game Arena. Uh, the reason Board Game Arena versus Tabletop Simulator is because Tabletop Simulator is miserable. I've tried it playing it so many times. <laughs> it's constantly battling with an interface. It You have to still know the rules. Like You can't be mindless and play table, something in Tabletop Simulator. It's just miserable. I do understand why people use it. It's a great playtesting platform. It's a great platform to... It's easy to put games on there. But uh, it's just not something I'm going to like. But the very first game up here is Azul. I think Azul would make Mm -hmm. for a completely fine online experience that you could still have a conversation and play the game. And I think it would work just as fine online as in person. Thoughts? Um, Yeah, I think it would work fine online. Um, It... It certainly could be done really well. I don't know how it's done here, so it's hard to speculate. But um, I, <laughs> I know he's doing it. Um, we're just going to play Azul. Is everyone going to listen to us play Azul now? <laughs> I don't think so. I think I'm just going to play the video so we can watch it, watch the tutorial. <laughs> um, oh, it's actually the tutorial. But yeah, so I'm bringing up the tutorial now. And again, this is, you don't need to listen. Or Do you see what I'm talking about to listen to this? But the interface to this looks clean. It looks nice. You know, you you have all of your tiles that is are easy to represent. The... Um, Little selecting discs are easy to see. You have your board at the bottom. Like everything about it looks clean, fun, easy. It doesn't look like there's anything here that would be fiddly. Yay, Nick. Yeah. It looks yeah. good. Mm-hmm. I'd play. It's just not something that uh comes to mind for me because I'm not used to it. So 
I'm glad we're planning on doing this tomorrow, and I'm excited to, like, I would love to make this more of a regular thing. I think it'd be kind of fun to set it up like a um, regular standing board game night where, you know, it's not just like, oh, well, it's just the three of us. It's only the three of us that are ever allowed, or it's only the five of us or six of us, however many it is. I would like to have kind of like... A, a rotating cast of people where it's like, hey, everyone's invited. There's like 12 people who are always invited and we'll see who shows up. And maybe sometimes it's just me and then I log off after 10 minutes. <laughs> but sometimes, you know, maybe we have to do breakout rooms to play two games because we have too many people. And that would be kind of fun. I, But I don't know. Yeah. So you're... It would probably end up being just me most of the time is what I... My fear. And, and I don't know. I don't think so. I think Maybe that- that's what's stopping me. I say, I think if we said, okay, Tuesdays, eight o'clock, we're going to get together and eight to 10 is our planned game night, you know, and that's just when we're hanging out. And that, that way, what you can do is like, okay, so you, me and Sydney show up and we start playing a game and then Fletcher and Carmen jump on and they're just chatting. Like they don't even have to play. They can just chat and, you know, you don't, it's kind of like a board game party at that point. Or they can jump in on the next game if that's what they want to play. And there's so many games here. So I, I stopped at Azul because um, that's the first one. Carcassonne, I have no interest in playing that. Um, Splendor, <laughs> it's a fine game. Eh, it's fine. Yeah, Seven <laughs> Seven Wonders isn't bad, especially if you have like you know seven people and you want to play it. Um, I think there are better options on this list, though. And again, I'm only looking at the most popular. There's tons of other games outside of this. Agricola, absolutely not. No way. Not a chance. Not going to happen. <laughs> Just there's no. a lot of no's for you, dog, on this list. <laughs> well, and the thing is, it's not no because I don't want to play the game. It's no because th- it's a different type of hangout. If we get together and play Agricola or Gaia Project, which is also on this list, or Terra Mystica, which is the same thing, um, these <laughs> games are heavy, heavy games. And you're going to be like, okay, we're sitting here. We're going to be serious. We're going to play these games. It isn't really a hangout session where a game's happening. It's a game's happening. Stop talking. It's your turn. And that's Mm -hmm. a different kind of experience. Um, Now, Tapestry might be fun because uh, Tapestry, uh, it's kind of that on the edge type of thing. So this is a civilization game. Um, It's relatively easy to learn. Like, it's super easy to learn. I could see myself playing Tapestry after playing a few sessions here. Castle Burgundy? No. No, that's another one. Too much of a brain burner. Um, <laughs> also, you won't play it in person, so I don't know why you would play it online. Yeah, not going to do it. <laughs> I think a lot of these kind of fall into that category for me of like games that I already know I don't enjoy that much. Yeah. Well, <laughs> King of Tokyo is the next one on here. And I know people love King of Tokyo. I'm just not one of those people. Um I don't like it in person. I don't like it. I keep trying to scroll on this page and then remembering that you have control. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I see Ter- or Michael nodding along with me. I'm not alone. <laughs> yeah. Here, I'll, I'll do a little bit of scrolling just to make you guys feel better. There you go. Now it's just wavy. Um, Six Nimit, I never played it. I don't know what it is. But they have Lost Runes of Arnak. I might actually try that game here 
not because I think it's a good hangout game, but because I want to play it. I have the physical version and I just haven't gotten it to the table. Uh, Can't Stop is fantastic. Carmen would love that game. So if ever Fletcher and Carmen joined us and Carmen's like, well, I don't want to learn the rules of anything. Okay, let's play Can't Stop. But what's the rules? Roll two dice. There you go. You're done. But but do they have Sushi Go Party? Because that's, I think, the only game that we can (laughs) ensure Fletcher will show up for. I think they might. Uh, (laughs) Courtney says only plain sushi go. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. Welcome to is another one where, and depending on how many players this allows, it you could play like a ton. Oh, this plays up to twelve players for Welcome to. This would be a really good one too. So this is a a flip and right where you're trying. You're essentially all playing your own solo board, but that's sort of what makes this a good conversational game is because you don't have to pay attention to what everyone else is doing. You can do your own thing, but you're all doing the same thing based on the one thing that got flipped up. Um, in this case, there's actually three different piles you choose. But it's it would actually work out quite well as a group game. And again, the Board Game Arena has come a long way, and like their, their visuals are really quite good, and their interface has never been a problem. Um, I'm, I'm excited Not sponsored. for this. <laughs> Uh, all right. So we haven't mentioned can't. Is there two can't stops? There's can't stops. If there's two can't stops. There's can't stop and can't stop express. Ah, uh, okay. Can't stop express is a very different game. All right. So now I'm scrolling. Uh, latest games. Let's see the new ones that have popped up here. And I'm only going to cover the ones I've actually heard of. So Tapestry is new. Uh, Gaia Project's new. Zool's new. We already talked about all those. Um, I like Imhotep. I'd play that online. You know, I would probably play that online as well. Um, it is one of those games. Also, this might be the only way I get you to play Parks. Oh, Parks is on here. Yes. And mm-hmm. the crew Mission Deep Sea is on here too, which uh, is great because that's the version we're going to play. What? It's it's so much better than the, the base crew. Like, But I know the other one. It's the same thing. Then you know this one too. It's just better. Cool. Um <laughs> <laughs> Onitama's on here. That was a pretty easy two-player game. Uh, if you were just, if it was just me and you, we could play Onitama. Let's see what else is here. There's a lot of them that I don't know, and some that I've heard, like Dice Hospital. I've never played it, but I, I've heard of it. Uh, Patchwork's on here, so that'd be kind of a fun game to play. Um, Go nuts for donuts. I don't know. What's Once Upon a Forest? I, I don't. Well, it's got a good box. It does have a good box. Let's, I'm sorry, I'm Googling. Let's open it up in its own browser link. Uh, plays two to four players. Uh, there's there's no tutorial. I can't handle it. Uh, you, well, you can see the game in It action. actually reminds me of Momiji, which I just received in the mail. It looks like you're building trees. That's That looks yeah. to be the, the main thing here. So, And I also like... Board- I like trees. Yeah. Ooh. Homeworlds is in, so now they have a beta category. These are games that are coming up and are in playtest. And I'm excited for some of these because, uh, one in here, Homeworlds. I like, I'm, I'm very excited to see. Actually, I'm going to click on Homeworlds right now. And yeah, it's pretty basic, <laughs> but I would still play it and love it. Um, um, the game that I got in the mail is Momiji. I don't know what Momiji um, is. Momiji, I backed it on um, Kickstarter a while ago. I think it was one of the like last ones that we covered for um, DTN, maybe. Okay. And it just filled. Um, but I was talking too fast at the same time as you, and people couldn't understand me. 
So I was clarifying. I, I'm looking at more beta games. Another one on here that I would love to play is Bang. And it's not Bang the Dice Game, which is a little bit better. But I think Bang Online would actually work out quite well. So this is a semi, semi-social deduction game. It's far more mechanical than social um, as far as your deductions concerned. And it plays pretty fast. And when you're playing in a large group, it like it can work for, you know, just to get together for a uh, uh, game night. This plays four to seven people. So again, Kitty, your idea of having a larger group of people invited on Tuesdays, there's a lot of games that I'm like, I'm, I wouldn't feel bad playing these games. Because the problem with inviting a lot of people and, and why I don't like I actually... <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, it's because... Typically, what ends up happening is you end up having one or two games that you could potentially play, and then you get sick of that because you're playing the same thing over and over because you're trying to include eight people in, in a game. But if you had a, a number of games, like here's the sub-selection of games we want to play because they're easy to play or fun to spectate, and we can rotate out, I think that that would be a successful online board game party night. That could be a reoccurring So can event. you sort... Um, by player count or anything like that? I think you can search with, yeah, you can filter. So I can, let's see, number of players. Number of oh, 10, yeah. There we go. Yep, 10 plus. And then let's see all the 10 plus games. So we have not a terrible, wait, Can't Stop Express is a, oh, it might be a rolling right. Um, welcome to Are You a Werewolf? Uh, Railroad Inc. Yes, please. Um, another welcome to version concept. Uh, but um, I know some people love concept, but I'm, I stand by my. <laughs> I like concept. It's all right, but if you um, go, you my only worry would be that like any other uh board game party is that we would just sit around not picking a game and discussing our possibilities for like forty minutes before well, we actually ever play anything. But if you listen so to it's our the board Netflix game conundrum, yeah. Well, if you listen to our party <laughs> or board game party episode you'll know that one of the things a host should do is pre-pick the games. So these are the games. Now in there, we said, I've have forgotten them set all up. of my own advice because <laughs> it's been so long. <laughs> well, there we said, you know, have them set up so you can just sit down and go. And it makes it easier to break up into pieces. But with an online version... Here you have to just, you know, we've got three tabs open. Which tab are we going to, guys? <laughs> yeah. And what you do is, like I said, there's there's a filter where you can just say number of players... Here's five. And then I can filter on favorites, right? So it's like, here's the ones I've already picked. And these are like, this will fit our player count. So which one of these do you want to play? Um, with five players, we can play Viticulture. And I would I would totally play Viticulture with the right group. Um, again, sometimes like a game like Viticulture, you could certainly add, if it's the three of us, uh, I would say, yeah, let's play Viticulture. If Carmen joins and I keep using Carmen as our non-gamer friend because Carmen's our non-gamer friend. <laughs> um, Honestly, Spencer doesn't want to play Viticulture either. Exactly. Yeah. So <laughs> like, if Carmen or Spencer are joining, we'll pick something else. But we have a number of options that we can choose. Carmen likes Viticulture. Does she? All right. Yeah. It's all then about wine. Then we're inviting her to play <laughs> Viticulture. Yeah, I think we need to do this. I think Tuesdays just need to become our game night. That people can't hear as you. As long as I don't have to play Race for the Galaxy. We don't have to play Race for the Galaxy. We can play Roll for the Galaxy, though. No. But, um, well, this... T- none of the galaxies. None of the galaxies. <laughs> <laughs> well, this Tuesday, we're going to play the Crew Mission Deep Sea. Uh, at some point, though, maybe we'll, you know, 
after we're done having our fill with that game, uh, you can teach me how to play Parks because I'm kind of curious and want to play that one. It'll take all 10 minutes. It's not hard. Yeah. Well, that's the whole point. We can- Especially with um, being online, you know, it's all the pieces are there for us. Yeah. I mean, and really... Because setting up the board takes about as long as playing the game with that one. And there's nothing you have to do, right? Because it also, it makes you follow the rules. So the only thing you have to explain mm-hmm. is what you're doing, not necessarily how to do it, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, here's your moves and this is your goal. Great. Okay. I get it. And I can't do anything wrong. Correct. Awesome. That's how I like it my my board games and yeah you can i think though get like fall into the habit of like oh i'm just gonna click things and like not play well sure because you're just like i'm not learning i'm just doing so you gotta be a little careful with like oh well the game is just playing itself for me well and that is actually why i don't like seven wonders as a online game Seven Wonders, you have very few decisions to make. Um, technically, I think you have, what, six, seven, maybe, I guess you're picking 18 cards or something like that. Um, you're drafting. You're drafting 18 cards. You can play this game. You can play Seven Wonders online in about six minutes. I've done it. <laughs> so if everyone knows what they're doing and they just want to you know, just pick a card, you can play very, very quickly. It becomes really, really tedious after a while where it's like, okay, well, I need to add like 15 more expansions to complicate this game so it can take seven minutes. Um, (laughs) So I I like Seven Wonders, but these days I play it solo on the app and, you know, only if I need to fill a few minutes here and there. I think there's a lot better games to do online. In person, I like Seven Wonders still because it slows the game down and it becomes that social card playing uh, game, but online it just it plays too fast if that can be a complaint all right so anyway i i what i i guess the whole point of this episode is to get people thinking hey this might be a good idea we're going to start doing this we have plans to do it tomorrow (laughs) and then if that goes successfully uh which there's no reason to believe it won't we'll invite fletcher and carmen to next tuesday and if that works then we'll invite doug and bunny and eventually We'll slowly have all of our friends join on Tuesday nights for online gaming and just have an online gaming group that is virtual. That is not because we can't see each other in person. Like, that is actually not a concern. We're, we're all comfortable going and seeing each other whenever. It's just it's, easier. It's just It's so... because we don't want to spend two hours in the car. Yeah. <laughs> And, to make it happen. Yep, and dealing with, you know, babies and toddlers, and there's just so many other life No one has things. to pay a babysitter. Yep. <laughs> no one has to become indebted to their parents. Yeah. <laughs> it's just become something. It's like, as adults move away from each other, it it, it just makes sense to, like, again, there's no reason that Stop we have to Stop moving away touch. from me. <sighs> Sorry, Fletcher. <laughs> You're just... It's just that you smell bad and we didn't want to tell you. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Stink up the whole city, do yeah. I? <laughs> I? Have to go another 20 miles away. Another further. All right. Um, let's see. Murder Trivia Hotel. All right. So going through, as I was sharing the screen, I wasn't looking at the <laughs> You're chat. You're catching up on so the I'm chat. catching up on the chat. Um, let's see. Can't stop. Listen. All right. Um, none of this stuff is useful. You people and your chat. Um, <laughs> None of this stuff is useful. 
rude, well, well, Chris. So here's what happens when you're trying to talk and read at the same time is I have to just kind of like browse the things. But sometimes conversations will happen in chat with each other. I'm like, oh, that's not to us. That's to each other. So um, Steve, yeah. Steve says the Zool on Board Game Arena works well. Um, John says tabletop simulator is good for uh, war games like 40K. I believe that. Um, uh, do, 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 do. Terrence is possibly spending five dollars uh, to get his subscription back up and running. This is really riveting listening. Chris. I know, I know. I, well, you guys aren't helping me. <laughs> you out say here. that Wordle is boring, <laughs> and yet you're just li- making people listen to you read. <laughs> All right. Well, I was just. It is what it is. At some point, I did see one mentioned in here. At some point, once we establish what we are are doing. For our internal group, we will open it up to uh, have listeners come in if they like. We'll do listener nights where on this Tuesday, um, everyone's invited, and I'll shoot out a Zoom link for people who are interested in joining us and just you know being part of our board game party. Um, we won't do that every week; it'll maybe be like a once a month thing that we can set that up with if this goes successfully, because it is possible. That we do this for two weeks in a row, and then all of a sudden someone decides, I'm too tired, or I have this other thing, or real life, or whatever the case is. Um, we'll see how that goes. Uh, oh, I could, yes, I could actually enable chats in the Discord as well. So if you guys want to, um, actually, I'm going to set that up right now where I'm going to make a Discord channel that you guys can talk about games that you might want to play together on BGA. I'm just going to make a BGA Discord channel. And that way, everybody can get involved. Boom. BGA. Done. So easy to make Discord channels. Um, <laughs> Fletcher, Sydney mentions like, oh, Fletcher finally logged in and accepted my friend's request. She told me this yesterday. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I had a login for a, a different group that I was invited to. And I was like, what's this thing? And I was like, oh, it's a friend request from Sydney. Uh-huh. Accept that. Yep. <laughs> it's probably been there for months. Uh huh. Whatever. I see how you feel. So anyway, how often do we use Discord? I'm on Discord a lot. Um, like I have. Dis- I had to mute the Discord because I was trying to sew, and I just kept getting 3D printer updates <laughs> constantly. You so. can choose the channels that you want notifications on, and that's yeah. Those were the only ones <laughs> where you guys were talking. <laughs> That's the only one I muted. <laughs> yeah. So, well, you can, you can mute whatever you want. Um, I am usually on there. I sometimes respond quickly if I'm, like, staring at it and I get the notifications. And sometimes I respond, like, hours or a day later. Um, but if you ping me, if you ping my name, I will respond to you as quickly as I see it. So, if you want to yeah, chat. Yeah, Chris, make me and Courtney a crafting channel. Um, all right. <laughs> I'm going to call it game crafting, though. I'm, I'm just going to call it. <laughs> Sounds I, good. I'm just going to call it crafting because I have a 3D printing and I don't restrict that to game 3D printing. So now there's a crafting channel. Yeah. <laughs> Done. It exists. So if, if you're wondering, our, our Discord, we have a, uh, let's see, a podcast discussion channel. So that's, you know, for podcast discussing. <laughs> Silent. Yeah. Um, we have a patrons channel that is 
private to patrons, but completely unused because all the other more channels are interesting. <laughs> um, 3D printing, Lego, board game arena, and crafting. And then we have, uh, those are all in the general area, which I think those belong. And then topics of conversation are different games um, that we talk about. Although I'm going to take books and painting and move those to the general category because I don't think, yeah. And we're going to change topics of conversation to games of conversation. This- Everyone... This is real Go time. tell me what book you're reading. <laughs> I, right now. Get on Discord. Tell me your current read. Yeah. I And I will say um, my current book, I just uh, picked up the third in the Skyward series by Brandon Sanderson, which is his uh, young adult sci-fi books, which are quite good. But anything Brandon Sanderson, I love. So, um, yeah. By the way, this is a reminder to join our Discord. Again, talking about virtual... <laughs> online stuff uh because the more people that are on it the more active it can be and the more active it can be the more fun it is to be on it so right now we have what, a little over 56 59 we have 59 people on it right now um we need more come join us be part of our discord discord's cool i like it uh we can't record on it because you can't do multiple videos um with an audience so we don't record on Discord, but that's why we still use Zoom. But one of these days, I might switch over so we record on Discord only. We'll see. All right. Anything else to talk about? Um, no. I don't think so. <laughs> I'm now writing um, little things in all these different channels. <laughs> so, I'm so being can, active. I was trying to get to Discord, <laughs> but my window won't minimize. I don't know what's happening. Well, and then there's, Apple is failing me. I have a default. Or I'm failing Apple. I have a default Discord bot likely. in there too that will constantly congratulate you as you level up. And all you have to do is like chat to level up. It it's it's fun. It's I all that. the rage. It's something. The me six bot. Everyone loves it. There is no controversy at all. <laughs> no. <Yeah. laughs> Everyone's like, wait, what? What just happened? Like you said something, and you're being rewarded for it. Uh. First person to level 10 wins uh, something. I don't know. That's not official, but maybe it is. I don't know. I don't know what. Go spam our Discord. <laughs> don't, don't, do not spam our Discord. I swear to. Chris I is encouraging win. it. <laughs> I will destroy you. Uh, all right. On that note, let's get out of here so that um, we stop encouraging people to destroy my world. To me? Yeah. Okay. Tabletop Game Talk is a proud member of the Dice Tower Network. If you'd like to follow us on social media, the links for Facebook and Twitter are in our show notes. Want to watch us record live? You can find a link for that in the show notes, too. Comments or questions? Email us at feedback at tabletopgametalk.com. Hosting fees and giveaways are sponsored by our patrons. If you'd like to be one of these wonderful people, you can find out how by visiting our website, tabletopgametalk.com, and clicking the support us link. And there's a link in the show notes, too. Finally, a huge thank you to our current patrons, Adam Harrison, Miles Clark, The Gift of Games, Sahara Wentworth, Jason Strong, John Lewis, Joe Hoover, Danita Hersey, Jim Conrad, Lightning Steve, Gary Bunker, Peter Fleming, Andrew Fayesh, John Williams, David Rank, Sir Sully, Matthew Droke, Jimothy, Paul Romer, Nicholas Lotz, Weatherman Keefe, Joe Punman, Leanne Verholst, Stephen Judd, Christopher Letgo, Marina Stevens, Ben Gary, Sean Peck, Christopher Yanikowski, Jeremy Fisher, Jason Marks, Christopher Dong, Terrence Miltner, David Radke, Brian Arnold, David Wagoner, Courtney Falk, Ryan Ellett, Dan Seed, Darren McClellan, David Garner, Tony Simpkins, Jesse Wheeler, Charles Pearson, Agnes Toth, Ron Nelson, Aaron Moore, 
Don Gilstrap, Glenn Cotter, Eric Slander, Adrian Dong, Eric Huffman, Jason Rodney, Justin Willard, Jerry Wong, and Sean P. Kelly. You you need to practice at night before every episode. Just repeat the <laughs> name like 55 times. And I'd even let you record you it. You should listen <laughs> to the episode in which Chris tries to read these names because you'll feel a lot better. And thank <laughs> and you And you will not have anyone. any ground to pick on you. No, I, ha- I, been. I had them all mem- I had them practically memorized and then you redid the order. So You moved it. <laughs> yeah, you moved it all around. I'm just going to... All right. You can reorder them any way you want. For the next episode, we'll see if it works out better. <laughs> no, I'm just going to leave it like it is. Oh, thanks, <laughs> thanks all of our patrons. <laughs> Until next week, keep playing games and having fun. So there is one downside to a virtual gaming group. And that's that I have Christmas gifts for the three of you. Um, the three of you being Kitty and Fletcher and Spencer. And I can't give them to you because I never see you in person. You also still have my mug. I can't give it to you because I never see you in person.